Day 32, and I'm in New York City, the completely magical city. Holy fucking shit. It's 45,000 degrees outside. Everyone in Los Angeles told me not to come to New York during the month of August because they said it's miserably hot. And I was like, yeah, but I've lived in LA. I'm from the tropics. LA is in the tropics, but Indonesia is. And I was like, I'll be fine. Um, I'm not okay. It is disgusting here. I will never forget this again in my life. It's crazy. It is really, my shirt is completely soaked. It does feel like growing up in Indonesia again, actually. Every time I go outside, I immediately have to take a shower. You just kind of like accept the fact that you are going to be a wet mop for the entire day. Like everyone just accepts that and it's okay. You can be, there's kind of, I guess, somewhat relief in it because no one is presentable. If you are presentable, then you are in a heavily AC department all day, which is fine. And then Ubering places, I guess, and not really stepping foot outside. So I guess if you are presentable, then you have more money than me, which is a lot of people. Um, when I got off of the, when I got off of the, when I got off the plane in New York, I immediately was in love with New York. I really, I have a, it's so annoying to say this, but the energy here is great, regardless of the heat. Like I'm here during the worst month possible, I guess, other than like February when it gets really, really cold and gross, but I love it here. Um, it weirdly reminds me of Indonesia a lot. Like the city I grew up in, Bandung, is like a really, really heavily populated city. There's a ton of good public transport um, and there's just a lot of things going on and it makes you feel like you're a part of something. Even if you're not in LA, you're often like super isolated. Um, I came here with like a super open mind. I told myself I'm just going to like, you know, sort of imagine what it would be like to live here. Um, but I'm not coming in with any expectations. I'm not planning on moving, but so far, I mean, I don't know. I've been here for two days and I really, really like it. Apart from this, this fucking apartment complex that I got tricked into swapping with, this girl got me so good. She's at my place in LA. My place in LA is beautiful. It's a large one bedroom. I have AC in the bedroom. I have AC in the living room. Beautiful. Two cats that are so friendly. Everyone who meets my cats tells me that it changes their opinion on cats and that they want cats. Now the power that they have this apartment is, it looks like I'm in a college dorm room. Like she has the Ikea futon that everyone had when we were freshmen. And we thought it was so cool to like finally have a couch, I guess. It's so funny to me because my best friend, when I was leaving LA, she was like, Matt, 
there is a 32-year-old woman about to move into your place. You need to deep clean. Like, I've seen your place, and yeah, it looks nice on the outside, but, like, the corners under everything, it's fucking gross. And she's correct. It looks presentable. It's like me. It's, like, often presentable, but disgusting. Have I showered? Probably not. Have I ever cleaned my ears? Once a month. Yes, I have. This apartment is nasty. Also, it's on the fifth floor of an apartment complex and it has no air conditioning and there's no elevator. So by the time I get back up to the apartment, I'm completely drenched in sweat and it's 20 degrees hotter because heat rises. It's the only thing I know about science. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I'm in New York. I feel like I really... I don't know. I immediately feel at home in the city and it is probably the worst, I don't know, possible time to be here. I don't have a job. I'm not very motivated. I'm pretty depressed, to be honest. And um, I didn't get booked on many shows. I, I reached out to like probably a dozen and like four of those shows got back to me and were like, yeah, we have a spot for you. The other eight just didn't even see my messages. Um, which was discouraging, I guess. Um, but I, I truly don't care. I don't feel like myself right now. I don't really want to perform. So I'm not trying to be like, hey, New York, this is me. I'm the new kid in town or whatever. I'm like just trying to hang out and vibe, I guess. Um, I started vaping again yesterday. Um, they have elf bars here. It's like the cutest type of vape and they're really like smooth and sexy. I feel like they're kind of like the apple of vaping. Like jewels are very Microsoft, if you will. Um, and I don't, I, I made a strong commitment to not vape. I used to smoke when I was younger, like early twenties. I was smoking for an entire year without knowing that you're supposed to inhale. Like I was smoking it like a cigar. Like, that's how impressionable I was. And I remember being outside of a concert venue. I was outside the Metro going to see Fantagram, I think, in Chicago. And I inhaled the cigarette for the first time because a friend told me to. And I felt like I had gotten so high, I started laughing like a kid. Um, And then from then on, I smoked for like two or three years. I would roll my own cigarettes. And I enjoyed it for a while. And then... I all of a sudden stopped liking it. Like it became very, very gross to me. And uh, I think the moment I got like, I had problems breathing. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I don't enjoy this enough. And it's affecting me physically. I feel very lucky. Like, I guess I'm just not prone to cigarette smoking. I don't know. Cause other people tell me like, it's harder than heroin, like to quit. And you're like, okay, mm, fine. Um, but I don't know. I I quit cold turkey with cigarettes, no problem. During the pandemic, I got bored, picked up vaping. They're delicious. Um, and I, I quit because I was like, oh, this is probably worse for my lungs than anything else because I'm smoking it 24-7. I don't have to like wait to go outside. I can just literally do it everywhere. I've been vaping in the movie theater. I just like blow it really slowly out or I just hold it in for a really long time, which is definitely so bad for you. Um, I'd be vaping on airplanes. I just like it's the masks are great for vaping. You just blow it into the mask over your face. Like it's wonderful. And like people, especially on an airplane because they have those weird air vents. You can't really tell that it is that you can't tell what's what. 
and are they going to kick me off the plane? Really? I guess they could. That would be kind of, that would be great to be kicked off a plane for vaping. Um, but yeah, I'm vaping again. Fuck it. I need a, to have a vice. I'm not, dr- I'm in New York city. I'm in New York city, baby. I'm here and I'm not drinking or doing drugs. Like, let me have a goddamn elf bar. Am I right? So yeah, I have this blue raspberry one. It kind of tastes like soap to be honest. I'm pissed, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. I think that they give me headaches and for some reason, even knowing that I am not going to quit. Um, yeah, I went to a meeting, uh, last night. Yeah. The second night that I was in New York, I went to a meeting at some church in Brooklyn in Williamsburg. It was like half a mile around the corner from me. And, I was really excited about going to meetings in New York because I just reached 30 days and like you only have to announce that you're a newcomer within zero to 30 days. And that was great for me because, um, I was, I'm like, it's so self-involved, but I don't want to tell people that I'm a newcomer because then people won't want to have sex with me as if everyone's dying to have sex with me. But they call it like 13 stepping and it feels like predatory, I guess, behavior. So I didn't like want to tell anyone, but um, I get to New York and God, why do I have, why, why can't I breathe? I probably can't breathe because I vape so much. Um, yeah, I get to New York. I go to the first meeting here and they're like, hey guys, if you are a newcomer, please raise your hand. A newcomer is anyone with zero to 90 days what the hell is wrong with New York? I literally just left LA when I had 29 days. I get here. Now I'm up to 32 and I have to admit the entire time that I'm here that I'm a newcomer. So I am not going to have sex with anyone in AA unless they're also a newcomer. And if they're a newcomer, they're probably like, this is my third time around the block. I don't know. I feel like I've like kind of, I'm familiar if they're, I'm being super judgmental, but like, I'm not going to hang out with like some meth head who has like three days of sobriety. Um, but if they were hot low key, I definitely would also so mean of me to call them a meth head. Like they're recovering in this hypothetical situation where I'm hanging out with them. Um, meth never really appealed to me. My first week in LA, I went to a party that I heard of when I was on scruff and party with a capital T. I had no idea what it was. I just graduated from Christian college. And when I get to the party, I'm thinking it's going to be like networking. I was like, I'm just moved to LA. I'm going to go to a party at some cool producer's house. He's going to immediately cast me in a movie. Um, I get there. There's eight men on a couch jerking off next to each other with soft dicks watching twink porn And I walk in and people don't even notice that I walked in because they're all like high out of their minds. I figured they were drunk or something. And then they all started passing around a bowl to smoke and I hit, I took a really big hit assuming it was weed. Um, It was meth. It was crystal meth. I looked at the guy, I said, what is this? And he said, it's tea. And I was like, what is tea? And he was like, Tina. And I was like, what is Tina? And he was like, crystal meth and i was like like breaking bad and he was like don't don't, just it's not like that like they call it tea because they want it to seem like less bad for you i guess or like chiller 
which makes sense. Mary Jane, Tina, Molly, I guess all the drugs have girl names. Um, yeah, so I ended up smoking meth at that weird orgy party um, my first week in L.A., and I was late to my internship the next day. It was my first day at a talent management company interning. I told my manager that I had a flat tire in my car, but in actuality, I had a flaccid penis in my hand and I wanted to come so badly, but I couldn't. Um, so I was just jerking off until my dick is literally bleeding, but I, it like feels like you're about to come the whole time. Like it feels like you're edging the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I eventually couldn't come and I'm like sitting there with like this weird little cheerleader from Texas who was like visiting in town who told me he'd been up for nine days. And yeah, I left that. I went to the job. I was an hour late first day and I was up until like 10 PM that night. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm good. Like, I think I'm good on meth. Like, and since then, it happened to it happened a week later. I was like, actually, that was kind of fun. Um, similar situation. And then it happened like two months later. And I remember we were like super high and this guy wanted to have sex and all he had was sunscreen. So we used sunscreen as lube. And then I went to work and there was like sunscreen dripping out of my pants. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to call it. Um, and I haven't touched meth since then. That was 2014. I think the reason that meth has never appealed to me is because I'm such a people pleaser and meth is like the type of drug where there's no one I know in my life who is like a, I know one person, I know one person who is like a casual meth user who is like successful and respected, but like, that's not typically a thing. You know, I know a ton of successful people that I look up to who um, do Coke occasionally and that makes me think like, oh, I could do Coke or like Coke's not that big of a deal. Obviously the same thing with alcohol. There's a ton of people that I look up to that I admire who are good people who drink and there are a ton of people who smoke pot, whatever. So when I compare myself to them, I'm like, oh, you know, pot, Coke, alcohol, those aren't that bad. But I don't like hang out with someone and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm just just slapping the meth pipe, you know, or like I'm just, you know, shooting up Tina before the Oscar party. Um, that doesn't happen. So I think for me and my like really, really egotistical brain, I'm like, there's no one I respect who's doing this drug. So why would I be doing it? And that was enough for me to quit. You know, fortunately there aren't successful people doing it. Otherwise I'd be probably addicted to it. You know, so, so scary, so bad, bad Matt. Um, I don't know about, New York. Um, I think, you know, I'm going to keep giving it a, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, it is so hot, but whatever, it's fine. Um, okay. That's all I have for today. Um, yeah, that's day 32 and you know what? I hope you realize. I only get coke on the weekends and like Wednesday. It's therapeutic.